say? Is it getting ready? Yeah. We're going to rock this town? Yes, like rock it inside out. Rock this town? Make them scream and shout? We're going to rock, 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 man, rock. We're going to rock. Rock, 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 till it never stops. Rock this town. Rock no. it inside out. I don't think so. Who was that? Stray Cats. Yeah, Stray Cats. What's that singer's name? Uh, Brian, Brian Bellamy. No. Brian Bellamy. No. I think he was with the... Uh, he's one of the Bellamy brothers? <laughs> I think he's one of the Bellamy brothers, yes. Because their music's very similar. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if they both have instruments in them. I think so, yeah. They, they sang, the Bellamy brothers sang, How do I say goodbye? They did? Yeah, and that... Uh, to yesterday. I don't think that was Yeah, wasn't no, them, the Bellamy Brothers? No, that was not oh, the Bellamy Brothers. They traveled with the Drifters, right, in the 60s. I think that was Archie mm. Bell and the Durrells. What? I don't know. The I Bellamy been, Brothers were country singers. You, the, Be- the Bellamy Brothers were country singers? Yes. I thought they were hip-hop. No. Bill Bell- Bill Biv DeVoe. Bill Biv DeVoe. <laughs> well, who was he? I think he was maybe a... Bill Biv DeVoe. I don't even know what music he's saying. Hoo-ah! <laughs> do, do you remember Phil Hartman? Yes. And uh, Dana Carvey? hoo <laughs> Doing Johnny Carson on a Saturday Night Live? Yes. I did not know that. Uh, you got, are correct, sir. <laughs> we've got a fresh young talent on the show, uh, Bill Biv DeVoe. Oh! And <laughs> did you know about Bill Biv DeVoe? I did not know that. <laughs> Bill Biv DeVoe. Is it Bill? Bell. Bell Biv? I don't know. Bell Biv? Bell Biv. How do I Devo? Was he a part of Devo? Uh, whip it? Whip it good? Bell Biv Devo? Devo? I don't Was know. Was he the lead singer of I Devo? Can, who knows? Who knows? All we, because you couldn't think of Brian Setzer. Wi- Brian Setzer. <laughs> and the, and the, the Stray Cats. Cats Orchestra. N- well, no. No. But I think he Straight has the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Yeah. yeah, he's talented. He is talented. That guy is talented. That dude knows how to wear a pompadour. Hey, I'm telling you, I went to their Christmas show. Did you? Yes, it was. Was awesome. it good? It, it was amazing. Brian Setzer. Yeah, orchestra. The Brian Setzer Orchestra. They did their old Christmas show. I heard it it's was, great. And here's what was crazy. Yeah. Okay, me and my wife, we right. went. Uh huh. And there were people just waiting, waiting to do the whole. You know, do the whole, uh, what kind of dancing is that? Where they kind of go out there and do the uh, old, um, the Gap commercials used to do it. You know, where they. Oh, like swing dancing? Swing dancing. Really? Oh, my goodness. They were ready. And like they all jitter bugging? All wearing their bowling shirts. No. the Brian Setzer Are you look. serious? Oh, he has a following, yes. I yes. did not, I did not I, know that. Uh, Tommy, I'm telling you, it was weird, wacky, wild I stuff. did not know that. <laughs> Ed, I'm telling you, it was weird, wacky, wild stuff over there at the uh, <laughs> at the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Uh, they sing songs of Christmas and even the Stray Cats. <laughs> weird, wacky, wild stuff. Oh, oh God rest their souls. God rest their Well, Dana yeah. Carvey's still alive. Oh, sorry, I was thinking yeah. of... Uh, Phil Hartman? No. No. I was thinking of Ed McMahon and uh, Oh Johnny Carson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the original. Yeah, yes. Yeah. They were they were you know, we didn't really we were young. We were young. We were young. We didn't really get to appreciate Johnny Carson no. and Ed McMahon. My dad did. Yes. He loved him. There was never you know, uh, hi potty. <laughs> Look at us. Sorry. We're just talking. It's just like we're talking. It's just we're talking. We're in Indianapolis right now. We are. And uh, we're sitting in the hotel room just chatting. Yep. 
chatting. We're like in chairs and on the sofa having a conversation like we would anyway. That's exactly right. But with microphones. Yes. It's just crazy. With headset microphones on. (laughs) So it's like. It's like we're gamers. It is like we're gamers. But no remote controls. But no game to play. Just talking. Or this is like what people who do like, you know, customer service. Oh, this would be customer service. On a board customer service on a break. Yes. But we can't take our headsets off. <laughs> Just in case there's a phone call. In case there's an emergency phone call. Well, audience, we are here in the month of March. Yeah. Uh, spring breaks are about to happen. Um, yeah. Eve, we're spo- You know, there would seem to be like trees blooming and flowers glistening. Uh, but there's not. There's not. It's cold. It's cold it's out really there. Cold. Put your booties on, campers. It is cold. Because it's cold Put out there. on your long handles. You know what that's from? It's cold out there. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Good morning. Good morning. It's hey, cold. It's cold out, out there. there. You better put you. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny though. We have uh, we've talked about already. Yes, already in this podcast. Already in our podcast, and we didn't plan it. No, we just uh, we just showed our musical just... ignorance back in it. <laughs> we've done this long diatribe of music to get to comedy, right? And that's what we're t- so that's our theme is comedy. Um, every once in a while, we just like to talk about what we do, yes. and it's comedy yes. and who the people are that do it. But it's so interesting. We just talked about Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. Yeah, um, we were kids. Oh yeah, but I don't think there's there will never be a time. Uh, when our parents, after the news, would not go to bed until yeah. they saw Johnny Carson's monologue. Oh yeah, I mean that was yeah. a part of their routine. And depending on who his who he, his guest was, his guest was that'd be the decision maker on whether they'd stay up later. Yes, and they yeah. weren't pitching a show or a nope. movie; they just came on to talk. Yep. And more than not, the reason why you stayed up was you wanted to laugh. Yeah. You know, there's yep. something about laughter, you know, and I guess there's probably a psychological thing, too, back then. Uh, you're watching the news, you're watching all the stuff, and then, but you, but you don't, isn't that interesting? You don't want to go to bed with just the news. Yeah. Your Our parents would wait and get a laugh from well, Johnny Carson. Yeah, and in my mind, you think about, like, the late 70s. Mm-hmm. The economy is tanked. Yeah. There's turmoil in the Middle East. People stand in line in gas stations. Standing in line. It's a bad time. Bad you time. You know? And so, yeah, you've watched all that news, and then all of a sudden, man, I need Johnny to tell me it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. I need to laugh. What an amazing thing to really – I've never really thought about it. No, I haven't either. That's but it's really, really true, yeah. And and nobody nobody says that. Well, I want to stay up and uh, watch watch Jay's monologue. I want to stay up and yeah. see what Letterman has to say before I go to bed. I mean – yeah, that doesn't really happen. You know? The older I get, uh, it, it's too late to stay up for it, oh, uh, yeah. for uh, what's Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, he's and the I best. love him. He cracks me up. He's the best. He yeah. should take over Jay's spot. Oh, no question oh, about he it. He is comedically funny. He's creative. creative. He's funny. He gets the audience involved. Oh. I mean, you just love it. And he's so nice. Yeah. He just seems genuinely nice. He really does. You know? Yeah. But. He can't take over Jay's spot because he also seems like a kid. He seems like a college kid. Like he's smart and he's not. But you look at what he does. It's college games. It's, I mean, it's cool. It's hip. But it ain't. It you know it ain't Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson wasn't college. He yeah. was he was grown up man doing things. You know. I guess I just want to grow old with Jimmy. Then I want to. I, I want, do too. I, I want, like him better. I want Jimmy to do the. 1035 monologue before I go to bed. I do too, but you think about it, it's why Conan didn't make it. Because Conan 
not as good as Jimmy. I'm not saying that, but it was sophomoric rather than adult. Yeah. But don't you think J- Conan's a little polarizing, though? Yeah. I mean, you either like him or you don't. Yeah, you know, he's Jim, funny, though. He's hilarious. You yeah. know? But Jimmy seems to have that yeah. appeal. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about something that is moot because Letterman should have taken over for Carson, but yeah. that's another story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. But whole you, other story. we talked about this, too. We talked about the, well, I, I mentioned it. Like, uh, they did the Kennedy Center honors for, yes. you know, and David Letterman was a part of that. Right. And you had, like, Tina Fey. You had Tina Fey out, up there talking about Mr. Letterman. When I was a teenager, me and my mom would VHS, you know, there wasn't TiVo or yeah. anything like that. We would, we would tape your shows right and then we'd watch them that summer in the morning time and laugh and just thought who is this oddball who is this dork you know your your hero may have been johnny carson but you were my hero you know you were teaching me comedy and you didn't even know it she goes i dave i dated people that watched your show i dated people that were acting like david letterman wow You, you know what i mean that's crazy and uh you know ray romano gets on there and he's um you know, you think about what Johnny Carson did by just inviting people to the couch, and that was yeah. the biggest honor. If a comedian did his thing and Johnny Carson were to wave him oh, over, huge. that was it. Yeah. That was the moment. Seinfeld had it. Letterman yeah. had it. You know, there were so, you know, so many people that got that moment of, hey, come over to the couch. Um, but, you know, Ray was saying, you know, kind of the same thing. Johnny may have been it for you, but, you know, when you started a production company and you were looking for talent and uh, comedians to do TV shows, you know, he goes, I just auditioned for a TV show, thought I had it. Um, before I even went in production, it got canceled. And, I, you know, and Ray Romano's kind of tearing up and he's going, yeah. then I did your show. And uh, he goes, I he, he goes, I was kind of lost a little bit and just didn't know what was going to happen and thought I had a, you know, a five-year gig doing a series and then we get the phone call, and it's Mr. Letterman would like to see you. You know what he goes? Golly. And Ray is like, and I didn't know if you knew I stole your coffee cup. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you, gave me, and you gave me Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, you just go, man. David Letterman was is has done more than Johnny Carson ever could. Yeah. As far as, you know, helping people with Worldwide Pants. You know, that's his production company. Anyway. Yep. yep. Pretty crazy. 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 Crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy for feeling it. Oh, well, audience, that was the longest intro intro in ever. In the history of audience. But, but you know what? Unapologetically, that's why our audience listens. Uh, I guess that's, so. That's why they email us. That's Or they've turned it off by now. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Which but is the, always their option. But the diehards, yeah. they're like, oh, this is what we like. They're still here. They're, they're still here. They're just talking. Yeah. So... This is what we're doing. We're talking. We're talking about... It's like about coffee talk. It is like, it's like coffee talk. It's no big whoop. No big whoop. There's another one. Mike Myers. Yeah, very funny. You know, people always go, who do, who, who do people... Ins- who are you inspired by? Yeah. We always give, you know, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway, Chevy Chase. The big ones. The big ones. Robin Williams. But yeah. there's those there's those guys, too. Mike oh, Myers. Dude, you, you said Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was... He's for always been one of my favorite SNL guys amazing you know and and you know you listen to lord michaels talk about him and he says you know phil hartman dan Dan Aykroyd. you know those were the dudes they were in the background and they'd steal the show uh bill Hader. oh uh, bill Hader's great he would be the phil hartman the dan Aykroyd of today you're right Um, he would be that utility player that just so 
good. Oh, and, so funny. And comedy, it's interesting, too. It's like a muscle, because you look at Bill Hader when he first started with Kristen Wiig, uh-huh. because they both came out at the same time on oh, SNL. Wow. He just gets better and better and better. The more he is fearless, the more, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I shouldn't say the more he's fearless. He's fearless as it is, but he just gets better and better and better. You should coach him. I should coach him. I'm going to get his number and call you. He's really good. And he's got some sweet ideas for you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Ty um, Burrell. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell to me is somebody who just makes me laugh. A modern family. Oh, he's so so funny. He looks like you. I don't think he does. We may have some similar bone structure. (laughs) He's got some of the same characteristics and stuff. That's a little hard to deal with. But it's very funny. people are like, you remind me of that guy from Modern Family. (laughs) Oh, there's really none on there I want to be reminding you of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ty Burrell was on um, the uh, show that uh, Patricia Heaton and Kelsey Grammer. Do you remember that? It had Fred Willard. Oh, was it a news program? It was a news program. Yep. Yeah, it a fake had, news program. We even had that guy from 1600 Pen, the real funny, kind of uh-huh. overdoes it in that show. But yeah. they were all on this. And Ty Burrell um, was the on-the-spot news guy, and something physical would always happen to That's him. That's right. And he I was forgot hilarious. About that. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. But Very the funny. same people that did... I can't remember what that show was called. Yeah. This, the People of Modern Family did that show. So I they didn't basically, know that. yeah, they just took Ty Burrell and said, You're funny. Come over here and let's, let's create this wow. right here. That's funny. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, but he had the least amount of airtime on that Kelsey Grammer sitcom that didn't he, go anywhere. He is funny. He, had, he just subtle looks, just little things. Oh, cracks so me good. up, man. So good. Well, uh, how, how about you? Modern day comedians. Um, uh, are um, they people that make you laugh? Jimmy Fallon makes me laugh. Um, yep. um Brian he, Brian Regan makes me laugh. Brian Regan's hilarious. He's so clean too. He's completely clean and funny as all. Get Why out. isn't he just huge and bloomed? Yeah, I think he just does his thing. I think he's probably doing what he wants to do. He yeah. wants to do stand up and fill up audiences and. You know, he's not an actor. Yeah, you know, true. Audience, if you've never heard of Brian Regan, which, I, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't have heard of Brian Regan. Yeah. Or if it's been a long time since you've downloaded one of his comedy acts. It's uh, funny. Download it. If you got a drive taken somewhere, if you want good, clean comedy and just laugh. Yep. He is so smart, so witty, so creative. And not a cuss word. He just doesn't no. really cuss. There may be a couple, but it's it's not a lot. He doesn't no. need it. No, he's just funny. So, yeah, Brian Regan's awesome. Funny, funny, funny. Very, very funny. We are talking about, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. It's comedy. That's the world we live in. Um, comedy. Not to say that we are anywhere near the people that we're talking about and what they do, but those are the people we watch. Yeah. Those are the people that inspire us and give us creativity and um, help us to laugh. Yeah. Tommy and I laugh I mean, there's not a day or a week that goes by that we're not laughing about Ooh, something. We laugh a lot. And maybe that's just because we like to be entertained ourselves. I, I don't know. I think it's your attitude on life, you yeah. know. I mean, you can either enjoy the ride or not, Yeah. you know. And so what we're going to talk about on our podcast is, are you enjoying the ride of life? Are you enjoying this crazy roller coaster? Are you enjoying, when's the last time you laughed? Yeah. And who are those people that make you laugh? And go to those people. Find those people that make you laugh. And enjoy life. Uh, so, month of March, I can't, 
can't think of a better podcast theme than comedy. Yeah. We'll refer to it as March Moo-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Ooh. Well, that's, that's kind, kind of, of evil. A, kind of evil laugh. I was trying to think of a laugh. That's, that's kind of an evil laugh. So what are some of your comedies March you're Merriment. Liking? Ooh, March huh? Merriment. March Merriment. That's good. Yeah, that's okay. good. That's good. Who are some of you? What are some comedies that you're liking right now on television? On tele, on the TV, on the TV. Uh, on the Tom. telly? On the telly. On the telly. On the telly. Uh, you know what? It's the usual suspects for me. Um, Modern Family. Kevin Spacey? Uh, the movie? No, not no. the No. No, that's not a comedy. That was Sizer more of Kose? Yeah, that was a thriller. Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're dyslexic, yes. Kaiser Kose. Kaiser Kose. Um, yeah, Modern Family, uh, The Middle, um, you know. The uh, When um, Gloria had her baby. Yeah. Gloria had her baby. And that scene where, uh, what's Ty Burrell's? Phil. Phil yeah. Dunphy's oldest daughter is dating that older guy. Oh, it's great, isn't it? In that elevator scene. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic moment. He yeah. wasn't a dummy. Nope. I mean, he played, that he whole was, episode, he played a a dad. Yeah, a dad who cared, you know. Loved his daughter. Didn't, didn't I mean, that's what being a dad is. You love your daughter. You do things that are probably stupid, but yeah. you don't mean to. Oh. It's just because you love them. That scene, yeah. you know, why aren't you and dad allowing me to do this with this guy, you know, and Phil's in the other elevator trying to go catch his daughter. And <laughs> it opens it back so, up, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what did he say? He goes, uh, "These these cat and mouse games may work for your dad, but it doesn't it doesn't work for me. I'm not gonna let some two bit middle aged loser try to take my daughter's heart. She's better than that, and she's gonna hear it from me. You know, it's yeah. just this. It was just this great moment. Great moment. This great moment. She hugs him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Let's yeah. not talk about him getting to your head. <laughs> but yeah, uh, loving that. The middle. I think the middle is fantastic this season. I mean, they just keep doing their thing and. Um, they haven't, they, they, you know, they haven't lost things. They, they keep bringing up, you know, just the, you know, brick with the whoop, you know, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. whisper, you yeah, know, yeah. and uh, <laughs> even, you know, the different things about Sue that you've learned throughout the years mm-hmm. and, you know, they've done a great job of so continuing good. to build it, you so know. So good. And, so and good. I love how they integrate God. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very much so. I love the fact that they're driving the church van right now. <laughs> yeah, the, and the car broke down. The last the episode, van. they went and bought pizza, and the, and the pizza place gave them, like, gave them like 20 pizzas because they were in a church, church van. van. Yeah. And then in the next day, okay, finish up your breakfast pizza. Here's some lunch pizza. <laughs> so good. It really it is, is. So good. And very, very funny. And they have Reverend Tom. When was the last time Reverend Tom Tom was oh, on there? He's he the youth minister. A while. He's so great. Reverend Tom Tom is awesome. He did something where he comes in and sings a little ditty for Axel, didn't he, or something? Uh, well, he did for Christmas. At Christmas, it he Christmas? did it. It was for Brick. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Brick about Brick didn't believe. The legitimacy of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Reverend Tim Tom came in. Oh, it's so good. It's so great. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the thing you love is you know that whoever's writing this like they've they've got a background in church yeah. you know yeah. and uh you know still maybe involved you know who knows but yeah it's just very well, funny and and you wonder and i don't know yeah I, I can only speculate you know like the comedian the christian comedians um the thor ramses and the different people like that they did what was that tim hawkins um, oh wait i don't know if tim hawkins was part of it but there was like a lot of christian comedians that did a a movie um Thou shalt laugh or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Patricia Heaton. Oh yeah, was yeah. the host. 
I think they did two the, of them. And Tim she Conway. hosted one and Tim Conway yeah. hosted one. Yeah. So I go. It's very cool. Yeah. There's something there. There's something there. Yeah. I, and I wonder if she has a part of that. She could. That's something. You she know, could. as hey, far as the. audience members, if you know Patricia Heaton, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. And if let you know, know her, let her know about us. <laughs> um, so, okay. Uh, yeah. I agree. Middle's awesome. Yeah. Uh, community's back on. Love community. I laugh hard at community. I just love all the little. Uh, community's a smart show. It's just bantery. It's yeah. It's just quippy. It's a show written by people who have watched way too much TV. Yes. Yes. You know. Thank you. Really? Yeah. No, we really. Thank you. We Thank need you. that. There was this line. Um, you haven't watched this past episode, but there's no, this uh-uh. line. They're trying to get the Germans out of their study group and everything, you know, uh-huh. and and they trick them and uh, um, into like a, a having all this food. Like there's Wiener Schnitzel and there's a German German chocolate cake mm. and there's all. It's kind of like Oktoberfest, you know, and yeah. and the Germans like this is a ruse. There's something to this, you know, <laughs> and uh, um, and then whatever his name is, the head guy. Well, why can't I? What, what's his name? Uh, yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. Tall names. guy. He's yeah. always the one. Yeah. The lead, you know. Uh-huh. I can't remember his name. Um, Greg. I don't know. Joel. <laughs> Joel. That's his, his actual name is Joel. Yeah. The actor. It's like, you got us. You're right. You got us. Hey, have a drink on us. And he grabs the he grabs the drink, the beer, and uh, he's going, as they say in Ferris Bueller. Uh, uh Donkashane. Donkashane. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As they say in Fetter Speed, he's holding up the pitcher of beer. Donkashane. And uh, then the, uh, what's her name? God, I can't think of their names. The black haired girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Not Libby. What's no. her name? Abby. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. The only either. person I can think of is Chevy Chase. His name is Pierce. <laughs> and Abed. Right. Those are the only two people I can think of. But. You know, he goes, as they say on Fetters Bueller, Don Cachet. And she goes, she has a camera, and she points at him. And as they say in the movie, gotcha, gotcha. And I just thought, because I took a picture of him yeah. with a beer on campus, you know. And I just thought, that is so beautiful. Who that quotes is gotcha? So, Who even remembers the movie gotcha? That is so beautiful. I yeah. love that nobody will get it, and they still did it. And That's awesome. I Like, for me... Gotcha was a 1987-86 movie Yeah, with Anthony Edwards from the guy from ER. Yeah. It was kind of a spy comedy thriller, and I just like, do thank you. you. Okay, thank you so for doing do you that. Think, though, do you think the writers, like at some point somebody's going, hey, have you seen that new TV show Anthony Edwards is in? Really? Has he done anything good since Gotcha? You like totally. you wonder, did somebody have a conversation a few weeks ago and yes. then it comes up, you know? Well, who knows? Who yeah. knows? But – um. Community was all those episodes were filmed like in the fall. Oh, it was. But who well, knows but they were that, still. That could have been in development. Yeah, it was in. Yeah, that yeah. was in. It had to be in filming at that point. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I just think that's beautiful. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you. Community is wonderful. Yep. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see Chevy Chase leave the show. Yeah. You know. That's disappointing. Yeah. Community's whole thing is six seasons and a movie. They're in season four. They really thought this was going to be the last one. Uh-huh. The ratings have been really good. Good. So who knows? Or maybe a season five. Right. But anyway. And a movie. That's their whole thing. They want to make a movie? Hashtag six seasons and a movie. They, Interesting. The community wants to make, you know, to go out with a movie. What is Chevy Chase going to go do? I don't know. But if you think about Chevy Chase, which we're fans of Chevy. Oh, love him. I mean, he, we grew up on Chevy Chase. Yeah, cracks me up. Oh, and he's so, I love him in community. Yeah. 
but it sounds like he's never really liked the whole thing of, you know, Joel McHale's character, you know, always at the last minute, you know, hey, guys, here's what we need to do, you know, yeah. in life. And they even make fun of it, too, on yeah. the show. Oh, here he comes. Here comes the here comes the monologue. You right. know, they'll, you know. Jeff Winger. Jeff Winger. Sorry. Jeff Winger. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, Winger gives the emotional moment. Yeah. Um, which, back in the 80s, all sitcoms gave the emotional moment. Right. Annie. Annie? That's her name. Sorry. Annie. The brown hair oh, girl's Annie. Oh, look at you. Yeah, it's just, clay, just rolling out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Annie. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you're right. They did. <clears throat> they gave the emotional moment, the aha, here's the deal, this is why, you know. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, I think writers in Hollywood today, yeah. they don't want to go there and do that a lot. No, but give it a redeeming value. Give, it, give us something. I mean, we're... I don't. We're not. You know, Americans aren't dumb. No. But but I think we like the warm fuzzies. Does, you, you make us laugh. You make us think. Yeah. It doesn't hurt us. Doesn't. It, it, yeah. Give, give us some redeeming value that we can turn off our TV set and go, huh? Yeah. yeah I do that. Huh? Oh wow. I'm not good at that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I totally um, do. The middle does it, and I'm so glad the middle gives redeeming oh, yeah. values. Um, uh, Modern Family does. Modern Family does. Uh, Duck Dynasty does. Oh, I love Duck Dynasty. Listen, <laughs> it's so staged. You totally know it's staged. Yes, you know? of course. But who cares? Well, I mean, it's fantastic. They have to be making enough money for 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 people for the producers to go. Hey, can you go out there and pop wheelies with your go karts today <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah, give yeah, it a yeah. reason why? Well, I guess so. Well, and this <clears> is the thing. You know, like, yeah, I always knew this thing was staged. Like you just knew it. Yeah, right? of course. But in this season. Sai uh, has a revolver and he's shooting at a snake, and he like a revolver holds like six or eight bullets, and he's just da 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 da, and everyone's holding their ear, and there's no smoke coming out of the gun. I mean, there's no nothing, and he just keeps firing that sucker, and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's well, that's just impossible. Yeah, you, can, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, me and my my daughter. I've never watched Duck Dynasty until probably three weeks ago, <laughs> and me and my daughter in a hotel room, you know, during a gig. Yep. And we stayed up and watched about three episodes. Oh of yeah. It. And my eight year old daughter loved it, but I love the redeeming stuff at the end of it's great. God and yeah. prayer, family. And here's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to family, blah yeah. blah blah. I mean, yep. come on, people, give us more of that. Give us something. Give us ah. Oh. So. I like that kind of stuff, and I think that's what we're about. I think that's unapologetically what we do. Yep. You know, we do the comedy, and we unapologetically here's here's the here's the truth. Here's the nugget. No question about it. So, Troy, Abed, Jeff, Annie, Britta. How did you just do that? I don't know. You it didn't just Google it either. Head. No. I'm looking at you. You I know. didn't. Troy, Abed, Jeff, Annie, Britta, and Pierce, and Chang. Who? Chang? No. 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 Who's the other girl? The other lady, Britta, uh, that's married to Malcolm Jamal Mourner. Oh, uh, uh, Shirley. Shirley, that's Shirley. it. Yeah, yeah, Shirley. Yeah. So yes, uh, Shirley. Uh huh. Uh huh. She loves Jesus. She does. Yes, she loves Jesus. Um, I, I don't know if that's the best representation <laughs> of Christianity, but okay. <laughs> uh, I would agree with you on those shows. Yes. Uh, I I've been liking the Mindy show. Uh, you know what? I've caught. Bits and pieces of it. She grew up in the eighties. You could just really? tell. You could just tell that she grew up on movies and TV and yeah. I mean eighties and nineties, you know. Um, but she's she's a 
I would say she's a girl after my own heart. Like you could tell that's what she did is watch TV and watch movies. And there's yeah. just references out the wazoo, which I love. And I mean, we could, we could probably have a contest. We we've, we've talked about this, but we could probably have a contest on our videos because they are just laced with movies and, oh, and TV shows, and even our skits. I mean, you know, they little have Billy's, Lily's, Billy's teacher's name is Mr. Mr. Drummond. Drummond. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you always say, what, what you what talking you, what about? You talking I mean, about, there's yeah. just, we have a, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. They really are. Uh, in the radio show, when I hang up on you in the, you know, and you say, uh, um, I, I put you on mute and Leonard can't hear me right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is this some kind of radical new therapy? Yeah. What about Bob? What about Bob? Yeah. I mean, they're just everywhere. They're just I, everywhere. I would love for someone to sit there and just watch our videos and just see how many references they can come up to either a TV show, a movie, or the 80s, you know? We should do a contest, and if whoever can list the most, we will give them... One of everything. One of everything in our store. All right, let's do it. Okay. We okay. Potties? Do, do we have the power to do that? We have the power. It's our store. Oh, it yeah. is our store. Well, it's That's God's right. store, but, you know, we I guess we've been yeah. entrusted to it. Yes. So, yes... If you want to make a list of every reference that is in all our videos, Oof. that's tough. Who can come up with the most references to either movies, TV shows, or the 80s? Yeah, and they're all in there. They're I mean, all in there. I, I write them in there. You say yeah. them in there. I mean, yeah. they're, they're in there. It's yeah. just part of who we are. Uh, Mindy's show I really like. Um, you know, I was watching Seth MacFarlane on uh, – the Oscars. Yeah. And I know he's crude and blah, oh blah, goodness, blah. Yeah. But there's another guy that grew up just watching oh, TV and movies. So many references. So many yeah. references. Um, and, and that just impresses me, uh, you yeah. know, to, to take that kind of stuff and to figure out how to make it work today. Yeah. You know, I, just really impressive. Well, it, but you also wonder, like, when we were kids, did Johnny Carson do that with stuff from the 50s and probably 60s? Probably so. You know? Yeah, probably I mean, so. We yeah. just didn't catch it. We didn't catch it. Yeah. 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 Which is like a lot of our audience today. They don't they don't know. Yeah. You know, they don't know who Mr. Drummond is. Or as in the movie Gotcha. 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 Just so yeah. beautiful. Um, Parks and Recreation. I have a, I've heard it's really great. Uh, you know what so I'm just realizing when we were talking about T V is like I'm moving into this new phase in life. Yeah. Where my kids have a ton of homework. So we're helping them with that. And then when they're done, HUD and I may play a video game. But yeah. we're usually doing something, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, you know, occasionally we'll watch a show together, you know. Yeah. Um, we, we've watched The Neighbors. Our family watches The Neighbors. It's totally silly, you know, yeah. but not a lot of TV watching them by the time they go to bed because they go to bed later now. Like I get in 30 minutes to an hour of watching TV. Yeah. And that's, generally I fall asleep. That's it. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it is with me, too. Yeah, yeah. Usually I'm watching these shows on the weekend or oh, yeah. yeah, in my bed. Yeah, yeah. we're being stuff. We'll watch a show. But, yeah, it's always usually like one show. and Yeah, no. Yeah. Getting yeah. old awesome. Getting old, yeah. yeah. Parks and Rec, though, it's very sweet. And it's very good. Yeah. Very funny. Ron Swanson oh. is probably one of the best characters on television. Well, and that would be, you want to talk about people that make me laugh, Ron Swanson. I mean, that Just, character is fantastic. Um, the guy that plays Putty, um, on, Patrick Wahlberg. Yeah, but he's yeah. on. How many ways to say I love you? I don't know what that TV show Rules is. Rules of engagement. Rules of engagement. Yes, yeah, yes. he's just. I laugh at everything he says. They. I've never watched the show, but every time it's been critiqued, Rules of Engagement, they uh -huh. always say, 
him and the wife should have their own show, they their should. own spinoff, they and should. take all those other characters off. I agree 100%. Yeah. They carry the show. When they're on it, it's very, very funny. Yeah. You know, when the rest are on it. It's and it's not a good show to watch. I mean, their their content is, yeah. you know, about dumb stuff. But yeah. anyway, yeah, those two are very funny. Um, How I Met Your Mother is, uh, is yeah, it's good. It's been a little crazy, cartoony, Yeah, you know. They seem to be kind of coming back. They're going yeah. back to the subject matter of how I actually how met, I your, met mother, your mother, you know, yeah. which is good. Yes, you know. Yes, and and I'm assuming next season will be the last season, right? I don't. I guess so. It's it's almost like television shows. They get in this weird space of oh wait, we've become popular. Yeah, we uh, we're getting more money. Yeah, they want us to continue. The ratings are good. CBS wants us, or whatever the network wants us, and then it really is okay. We gotta we gotta stretch this out it makes you respect ricky gervais because you know the office well yeah he came up both british like all of his shows it's a season or two and he's out you're done you know and you you're just left going no no don't stop you know but the ones that carry on you kind of go oh you had to put filler in there didn't you yeah Yeah. and i think that's where this season especially on how i met your mother it feels like they're not even really acting, but just being zany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Until yeah, they get back to the regular subject matter. matter. Yeah. Um, Raising Hope is an amazing show. You know what? We tape it and never watch it. It's but then when we do, like, catch bits and pieces of it, laugh really hard. Just so funny. Yeah. It's just the same careers of My Name is Earl. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and they had them all. They had the whole cast of My Name is Earl in this past episode. No way. I, it, yeah. And just... Threw up my name. There was this one episode where they go to Hollywood uh, to do something. I can't remember what they did. And uh, but the husband is um, and, and raising hope. He's clipping shrubs for the uh, for this executive guy on a lot, you know, yeah. a studio lot. And uh, Brian Doyle Murray played the executive. You know, he's like, hey, those are nice shrubs. And uh, but we I gotta I gotta ask all these other executives, network executives, they like it. This guy is from ABC, and this guy is from NBC and Fox, and you know, and and uh, the the dad on Raising Hope's like, oh, okay, well, if you don't like the shrubs, I I can just stop, you know. He goes, hey, which one's from NBC again? And the executive goes, I'm from NBC, and he goes <laughs> over there, basically just does a roundhouse and just knocks him down. And he goes, no. that's for canceling. My name is Earl. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. It was very funny. It was very funny. <laughs> Um, Arrested Development's coming back on Netflix. Did you know that? I had heard that. Arrested Is everybody in it? Everybody's in it. Really? Yep. They're going to focus on one character per episode. Oh. So you'll kind of get, I instead gotcha, of I gotcha, a, I gotcha. they're going to focus, everybody will be in it and doing their thing, but it'll basically focus on one character. That's a big deal for Netflix. Love it. Yeah, that's Can't huge. Wait. Yeah. Wow. So, Rest Development was, was, to me, one of the best comedies. Very smart. There's no emotion to it. But None. Very, very, very funny. No redeeming value. No redeeming value None whatsoever. whatsoever. Speaking of no redeeming value, 30 Rock is over. I, you know, I quit probably yeah. two years ago. It's, yeah, it's I a former like, shell of itself. Yeah, they got full of themselves. Yeah. They thought they could do anything. Yeah. Rather yeah. than thinking of their audience. True. I always think of, I call it the Eddie Murphy syndrome. Like, Eddie Murphy mm. in Trading Places, Forty Eight Hours. You know there was some. Movie, he was just so raw and so funny. Yeah. But as soon as success happened, and it's kind of around the Golden Child, um, oh, that yeah, movie, yeah, The Golden yeah. Child. Yeah. Like his face changed, his look changed, and and now I mean, 
the Dr. Doolittles and Norbits and um, he kind of I mean he came back big on Nutty Professor oh my stars Nutty Professor's hilarious but when you watch him play the alter ego of of uh, you know the Nutty Professor yeah the Nutty Professor that's Eddie Murphy that that's that's the successful done up Eddie Murphy now that's an interesting thing though because you know in the original Nutty Professor with Jerry Lewis with Jerry Lewis he had real family problems while filming that because he would come home and be that jerk. Be that jerk. Yeah. yeah. So it's very yeah. interesting. That but, interesting. yeah, you're right about Eddie Murphy. And I, I can't even mention Eddie Professor without saying I thought I was going to have a heart attack one when I oh. watched that for the first time. It was hilarious. When they're sitting around that table talking, and oh, my goodness, and, the and they start breaking wind. And, yeah, yeah. I honestly thought I'm having a heart attack. This is one I'm great laughing scenes. so hard. You know. it's, it was amazing. Yeah, it really was. But I, that's what I kind of look at sitcoms and people that kind of they kind of get bloated. They kind of go beyond, and they were so raw, and it was so good and so creative. And then the money, the success, things yep. just happen, and they kind of just kind of phone it in. And that's kind of yep. what happened to Thirty Rock towards the end. It was somewhat creative, but yep. anyway. So, hey, those are the comedies. There you audience. go, audience. Those are the comedies right there. Boom, boom. Do you have a? Uh, you have a, uh, you know, when we started, was there ever a friendship flashback when we started of uh, of a comedy moment for you when you were like, hey, you know what, we can make people laugh. This is this is pretty good. This is okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in the summer of uh, nineteen of your discontent, summer of nineteen ninety seven. Yes. I specifically remember it was 1997 because my 10-year reunion mm. uh, from high school. I'd graduated 10 years. And oh, the, we need to do friendship flashback, dude. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, you ready? Here we uh, go. And friendship flashback. Okay, 1997. We were invited to do a youth evangelism conference in Dallas, Texas. Call those the YECs, Tom. YEC. YECs. And uh, it was at Reunion Arena. And I remember when we got the, the – when they called, they said, hey, we'd like you to do the and, – and I remember looking and going, ah, it's my 10-year reunion that same weekend. I kind of want to go, you know. <laughs> and uh, then it was like uh, there will be 20,000 people there. And it was that like, was... oh, okay. And so – we opted to do the that, you know, instead of going through the, which was great. But I think it was like, man, you stepped out. You're in the middle of Reunion Arena, surrounded by twenty thousand people. Yeah. And I think that's that moment that you go, we, we may be okay. This may work. This may be okay. But yeah. was awesome. And I think this is just a beautiful God thing. Was the week before that, or the yeah. week after that, we did a performance in a guy's garage. Yeah. For about, about twelve 20, kids. Yeah. 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 And so. It's like that beautiful balance of hey, don't you know, don't go, yeah, don't get too full of yourself. You're not all that. Yeah. And a bag of potato chips. There, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. And so I, I think that was probably that moment that I went, this this sucker may work. And I remember the, I mean, yeah. And we'd probably just really been the skit guys for what a year and a half, maybe. Oh yeah, not yeah, that. if that, if that. And it really was. Here we go. We're gonna be right in the middle of all these people surrounding us. Yep, and I was still, of course, I was still a youth pastor at the time, so my kids went to the event, and they just yes. thought, oh, my goodness, our youth pastor is yeah. the cat's meow. I remember the laughter. 
the laughter was, I mean, with 20,000 people. Yeah. I mean, it's either going to be crickets or it's going to be great laughter. And it was really hard to hear each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was an amazing moment. I think we did the radio call-in show. We did. We did. So, yeah. And it was just uproarious. Yeah. Uproarious. And yeah. we were doing characters that would be considered racist today. Uh, it was, yeah. It, it, was, <laughs> it was back then, Isn't too. that funny? We just didn't know we it. Didn't yeah, know it. We didn't Nobody know it. Nobody else did. Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know. It's kind of like on uh, uh, the TV show Go On, which I don't watch a lot of. Do you watch Go On? I do. I watch every, yeah, I should have brought that up. Yeah, that was funny. Go On's funny. funny show, yeah. Uh, they kind of did John Hughes-ish uh, stuff. This past one, uh-huh. did, did I you did see, see that? that. I'm, I'm not caught up on them, but I will say this: they generally have redeeming value. They I mean, do. They're, they're going through this guy's grief process. Yes, you know. Yes, and he's starting to date this girl again, Piper. Uh, she's real. I can't. The one that's in the group. Blonde-haired. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. really respects her. And yes. She's awesome. Yeah. Yes, they start dating, and she he keeps bringing up his ex-wife or his dead wife, right. Janie. Yeah. And um, they start talking about 16 Candles. They start talking about oh, John no Hughes. Oh, that's and awesome. It's a really good episode. Oh, I can't wait to um, watch that. Yeah, but there's this one scene where his buddy, um, who he works in the radio station with. Yeah, like the, the program manager. Yeah, and he's Asian. Yeah. And, um, and they're talking about 16 Candles. And oh, and, um, and Matthew Perry goes, yeah, and what's the deal? Every time Long Duck Dong uh, entered the scene in that movie, um, there was always a, you know, there's a, every time Long Duck Dong, the, you hear the, crang, yeah, the, the cymbals yeah, crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he goes, what was that about? That that was totally racist. Yeah. How come we all laughed at that? You yeah. know, and, and uh, the guy goes, I didn't. We, 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 we knew. We, we knew. <laughs> you know? And I go, yeah, we're just ignorant on yes. that kind of stuff. But anyway, yep. um, so, uh, but I remember my aunt was there at the YC. Oh. And um, she was waiting kind of in the uh, little alleyway thing, you know, when you get off stage. And she's crying. And, I mean, the laughter was just amazing. Yeah. yeah it was really one of those moments of, wow, we're we can do this. Yeah. You know? Um, and I remember she was crying and, and she just said, your dad would be so, would, be, would have been so proud, you know? And it was just, it was that moment. Like I'm crying with my aunt, you know, in front of, you know, we're on the side, but we're in this huge auditorium, this arena. And it's just one of those moments of, wow. You know, that's and, awesome. And my aunt never came to anything. Like, yeah. I think my grandmother drug my aunt to this thing. And, wow. Uh, Potty, it's my dad died when I was 17, 18 years old. So anyway, it was that moment, you know. You know what else happened? What? I'm 99% sure I've got a bad memory, so. Yeah. I think that was, it was at that event that my wife told me she was pregnant with our first child. Get out! I would, but I can't. And yeah, it is, because the next year we would do the YEC again. And uh-huh. Jackie Velasquez on was your baby. there, and she took Abby, and not in a bad way, but she she, she, she wanted to hold away. the baby. Yeah, yeah she, she walked away. <laughs> she wanted to Jackie yeah, Velasquez walked away, walked yeah. away with your baby. Walked away with the baby, and was yeah. a little concerned about that. That is funny. Oh yeah, so it was that first YC <coughs> that Angie told me that she was pregnant with what would be our daughter Abby. That is so crazy. Yeah. That is interesting. Nuts. Wow, that's a, quite a flashback. And the guy, the man, Bob Johns. Who gave us our very first gig back yeah. in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. Flew us out. He actually prayed with us before we did the YC. Do you yeah, remember you're that? You're right. You're right. Yep. Just put That's his hands exactly on right. us and prayed with us, and it was a big deal. That's that was huge. a big, big gig. Yeah. 
I remember driving to the uh, re- Reunion Arena um, and just so nervous and oh. so excited. And, yeah. And that uh, Aerosmith song came on, Don't Want to Close My Eyes, Don't Want to oh, Miss man. a Thing. Like, and that was like, I remember that was just, how you felt. That's how I felt. Yeah. Don't want to call it. Don't want to miss a thing. You were single. That was before you were married. I was single. Wow. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That is crazy. That was a good friendship flashback, it's my good friend. Good friendship flashback. That's yeah. really good. That was really good. Well, folks, potties. We're still talking about comedy. I hope you're enjoying it so far. If you're not, you can totally turn it off because there's tons of other podcasts. Um, but we don't want you to. We don't, don't misunderstand that yeah, statement. We, we would like you to we stay. We love you, Pottyans. We do love you. Um, this is Doing Life. Doing Life. Okay. Um, this is the guy from the head writer of Modern Family. This is what he says about comedy. thought Got this it. was very... Uh, What's his name? Um, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, because I thought it, when it first came out, yeah. I thought it was Christopher Marty, Lloyd. Marty, Marty. Yeah. yeah, but it's not. But it's not different, it's Christopher not, Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, he, says, I'm all, he says, I'm all for good jokes. And this is what they do so well. But I think you'd be better off having one joke for every three pages if it's a great joke rather than three jokes a page and you're missing as often as you're hitting. So it's like build it up, build it up, give us one great joke, one great big laugh. God, that's crazy, though, because they've got about three or four jokes a page. They do. Like, you know? But there's always that one big oh, yeah. payoff. Oh, yeah. And that's what you remember. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of made me go, you know, we're always wanting – our audience to laugh, 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 laugh. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, we can't forget about those big moments. Yep. Those big jokey moments. Um, yep. The key to good comedy isn't the comedy, it's the heart. Interesting. Yes. The key to good comedy isn't the comedy, it's, it's the, the heart. heart. What are we exploring here? What feels real? The jokes are the surface of it, but the core of the show is the flesh and blood characters. Don't worry so much about making it funny, worry about making it emotionally satisfying, and the jokes will come. Never build a sitcom around someone who wants to be a star and doesn't want to share the, share the spotlight. You're going to run it into the ground. Have multiple characters and multiple character dynamics to explore. Stay away from cliched roles, the wacky neighbor who always drops by, the sex pot friend of the married woman, the incredibly knowing and neurotic seven-year-old. And make it a little easier for yourself by not doing topical things. I started out on the Golden Girls, and there were a ton of jokes about things that were in the news. A lot have been cut for syndication, but every now and then there will be a joke about Jerry Falwell going down a water slide. You can barely remember who Jerry Falwell was, let alone the time he went down a water slide. Well, Isn't that yeah. interesting? I would argue that a lot of people remember who Jerry Falwell was, but I didn't know he went down a water I slide. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That's good wisdom. It is. And yeah. with our videos, though, too, we're always, we'll throw, there are some things we'll throw in, you go, no, cut that, because it's it'll date this. It'll date it. It'll yeah. date the video. Yeah. 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 A funny thing about being funny, it's seriously hard work. Oh, that, that's that's good. You know? So I thought that that was good about the heart. Yeah. Um, in storytelling, it's all about the heart, and the comedy will come. That's That's a good word, you know? Yeah. That's a good word. Um, one guy that we love so much is Bill Murray. Oh, he's just oh so we've, funny. We've quoted, you know, we just yeah. said, you know, what about Bob? This is what Bill Murray does. This is a very interesting thing. Yeah. Um, in this magazine, it talks about uh, 
if on a pleasant Sunday afternoon there is no recommendation that you do, kickball being the quintessence of hipster self-infantilization, but if you do find yourself in such a situation, and if in the middle innings a strange homeless-looking man appears and asks if he can take a turn at the plate, do not, as may be your temptation, shoo him away in anger and disgust. That man may be Bill Murray. Yeah, because he did that. That we live in a universe in which such rules need stating is the great gift of Bill Murray's late-stage career, and it's what we went down one brisk day this fall when a group of 20-somethings playing kickball on Roosevelt, Roosevelt Island were suddenly involved in the one-man flash mob that is a Bill Murray sighting. We just figured he was someone's dad on the other team and kept playing, one of the participants wrote to BillMurraystory.com, a website devoted to chronicling such ambiguous and predictably unpredictable events. The man kicked the ball and ran pretty well to first base, trying to round to second, but one of my teammates chased it back to first, decided not to attempt to peg the man. That was when everyone on my team realized who he was. Bill Murray decided to play kickball with us. Murray made it as far as second base before getting doubled on a line drive. He gave everybody on the field high fives. He hugged one player's mother who was standing on the <laughs> sidelines, lifting her high into the air. He posed for a group photo that would soon be all over the Internet. And then he vanished. Is That's that crazy. not great? Yeah, what a great description. The one-man flash mob. That yes. is Bill Murray. Yeah. I just. That's crazy. I love that. I want to be like that. You yeah. know, like I, I go, yeah. no one would want you know would care i guess but you go that's really to have great, that though, much yeah. status yeah 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 and to do something like that is but that's always been him before he was famous he would have stepped into that kickball game you know <laughs> he totally would I mean, he, he hasn't changed who he is yeah you yeah or <laughs> would he play celebrity golf yeah do you remember the scene oh. where he hits it and he grabs a little grandma <laughs> yeah and just swings her around. He's hugging her and jumping yeah. with her, grabs her hand, and just swinging around yeah. in a circle yeah. and letting her fly. Funny. <laughs> He's funny. Um, Chris Rock says this. I'm not a big Chris Rock fan. I don't think he's that funny. No, he did a, He did that one thing, uh, Good Hair. Good Hair was a yeah, fantastic. documentary. That it was a great. documentary, yes. but he did a great job yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, I never thought he was good on Saturday Night Live either. No, he's good in those cartoons. Um uh, what's that? Uh, uh, oh, come on! Where they're in the zoo and they escape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Madagascar. Madagascar. But yeah. you know, you hit upon something. The documentary was great, and everybody hates Chris, which he produced and did the voiceover for. Yeah, I never saw that. Was it was it really well written. But you go, he's good at that type of stuff more than he, he is yeah. the other stuff. But yeah. um, he also he, said one time he wasn't funny enough to be clean. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. Is interesting. He didn't. He wasn't smart enough to be. Yeah clean so he had to use cuss words yeah uh he said this chris rock said this on comedy do i think comedians are better now um no show me one guy or woman as funny as rodney dangerfield or as good as george carlin richard pryor bill cosby or joan rivers there are a lot of good comics out there no doubt but as far as the quality of the comic goes i think what you have is a bunch of situational comics what we have now is black comics that only work black crowds, uh, southern comics that only do so the South, and on and on and on. The previous generation's comics were better because they had to make everybody laugh. Richard Pryor could do the Ed Sullivan show and play the Apollo. Seinfeld can work in a crowd. Ellen can work in a crowd. Lopez can work in a crowd, and a few more. But the rest of them are just situational comics. That's interesting. I don't completely agree with him. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy and the Blue Collar Comedy guys do Southern comedy, and they're huge everywhere. They're huge in the North. They're huge in the South. 
they're doing fine, you know. Are so they? I, are they like if they oh, went yeah. to New York, they'd pack it out. You they think do Jeff it. Foxworthy would pack they it out? They do it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same thing that Richard Pryor did. Richard Pryor talked about African American stuff, but not only did African Americans listen to him. Oh, we all did. We all everybody laughed. did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I never did. But you didn't get to listen to him, did you? I did. You yeah. Did. Yeah. My, for oh. whatever for whatever reason, being a latchkey kid, you <laughs> yeah, know, did come from a divorced so. home. My yeah. babysitter wasn't a babysitter. It was television. My dad and, and uncle would go down to the basement and listen to Richard <laughs> Pryor. But so, so I think that I hear what he's saying, and I think there are a lot of people who have polarized comedy, but I don't think you can say Southern. I mean, I think there are still some great comedians that would transcend that. You know, yeah, but 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 Jeff Foxworthy, you go. He he's redneck. My, I he mean, he is redneck. But that's I'm just stick. saying more people. All around the, you know, all around the globe, yeah. listen to him and laugh. I think Chris Rock says that because Chris Rock can't work. I think he's described himself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. but not not to argue with him. He's doing better than I am. Um, <laughs> uh, Judd Apatow, who is kind of and maybe in some ways the modern day John Hughes. I don't know if I would really, really, but I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's a big mantle. Uh, I I don't know why John why Judd Apatow has to be so crudely gross. Um, you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. You know, why why I, do we have to go there? And, I, on so I honestly many haven't seen very many of his movies. I think I saw one or two and was like, man, if that's where you're going, I'm, there's no reason I'm not going to watch. I it. went to see This Is Forty by myself mm-hmm. over Christmas break because the uh, trailers just look so endearing. Yeah. And you yeah. get there and you're like, oh, come on. Really. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't I get just, it. I, I, I don't get it. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. You know what? It's, it may fall in the same category of what Chris Rock said. You know, he's not funny enough to, to be clean. You know, um, he had a great thing here. When I was 12 years old, I went to visit my grandparents in Beverly Hills. I was and am still a massive Steve Martin fan. One day in the car, my grandmother pointed out where he lived. A few days later, as we drove by, I looked out the window and saw some something mind-blowing. Steve Martin was standing in front of his house. I yelled at my grandmother to stop the car, grabbed a pen and paper, and jumped out. Mr. Martin, can I have your autograph? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but I don't sign autographs at my house. Please? I'm sorry, but if I do, then people will start coming over. Will you sign it in the street? <laughs> and so this is Judd Apatow. When he's a, a little kid. kid. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good for a 12-year-old, but he said no and apologized. I jumped back in the car in a rage. Back at my grandparents, I pulled out a notepad and started writing him a letter. This is just amazing. Dear Mr. Martin, I think you're the funniest man on earth, but you treat your fans like crap. If I didn't buy all your albums and go to all your movies, you wouldn't live in that house. (laughs) If you don't send me an apology, I'm going to send your address to Homes of the Stars, and you will have your tour buses passing by 24 hours a day. I left it in his mailbox for effect. About six months later, back home, I received a package. Inside was the book Cruel Shoes by Steve Martin with the following inscription. Dear Judd, I'm sorry, period. I didn't realize I was speaking to the Judd Apatow, (laughs) your friend Steve Martin, March of 1980. I knew that the only reason he responded was because my letter had made him laugh. If I could make Steve Martin laugh, then maybe one day I could enter into this mysterious world of comedy. That's really funny. I tell the story a lot and feel bad if it ever sounds like he was not gracious. If someone walked up to my door and asked for my autograph, I'd be a little bit mad too. Thanks, Steve. That's funny. And then in the uh, magazine, it shows Steve Martin on a tour bus in front of Judd Apatow's house. And Judd Apatow is in his uh, bathrobe. And Steve Martin writes, 30 years later, or... However many years later, 
When I was 67, I knew I could make money by taking tourists by Judd Apatow's house. <laughs> I'd been a big fan ever since his first movie, Young Adults. Um, one day I was driving the tour bus by Judd's house, and I saw him making coffee in the kitchen. I just knew my tourists would love to get his autograph, so I drove them up in his driveway, and a few of them rang his doorbell. I suggested that others go around to the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Judd finally came out and said, what's going on here? It was funny the way he said it, but I could picture Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill saying it and making it really funny. <laughs> Actually, I could see it becoming a movie. What's going on here? Anyway, he signed everyone's autograph book and posed for pictures, and then he took me aside and said he was going to end my banjo career. <laughs> Isn't that just beautiful? That's awesome. That's funny. Isn't that just beautiful? That is great. I just, oh, I, you just go, you know, Fearless comedy, just just a beautiful thing. That so, is funny. Um, I know we're running short on time. This will be uh, last comedy thing. Last comedy. Last thing. comedy thing here. Last thing. I just, you know, if anyone's interested in this stuff, it just, I think this is the stuff that one guy that we never talk about as far as comedy, and I don't in all of our podcasts, and we've done over fifty. Yeah. Is Martin Short? Oh, Martin Short's so funny. I mean, and you forget. Yeah. How great Martin Short is. Oh, yeah. I think you've said it, that he's kind of the actor's actor. Oh, very much like, so. His universally, jokes. nobody really laughs a lot at Martin yeah. Short. He's know? He would be, to comedy, you know, like from, from an actor's or comedian standpoint, like the same thing as, uh, oh, his name just left me. Uh, who does all the political humor? And you don't even know what he's saying anymore. Um, oh. He used to be on Saturday Night Live, did the news. Uh. Um you know what I'm talking about? Oh, did he play the piano? No, 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 no. The guy that was on Saturday Night Live did the news. Um, Dennis Miller. Oh, like, Dennis Miller yeah, is yeah. the, you know, political comedy. Yeah. I have, I, I catch about a third of what, what he's he saying, says. you know. <laughs> and I mean, like, that's Martin Short. Martin Short does it, but it's with, you know, actors and stuff. And did, did you Lillian s- Gish came to me one day. <laughs> and, yeah. Did you see him on Saturday Night Live this past fall? Martin Short? Yes. Yeah, very funny. Amazing. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. I mean, that was, you were watching somebody just, didn't hardly look at the cue cards. No. Just, and, and there was that one scene with Bill Hader uh, in one sketch that Bill Hader was just about, you could almost see it in his eyes, like, I cannot believe I'm doing a skit with, with Martin Short. And oh, yeah. He just ate it up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I thought this was really good. Uh, even as, you know, we always say, and I, you and I, one of our goals or objectives, I guess, as skit guys in the world of stuff that we do is is to kind of be the Tom Hanks of, of yeah. you know, of what we do. Because yeah. um, Tom Hanks, supposedly out there in the world, is a very nice guy. Very yeah. loving, very nice. No matter what studio hires him to do anything, he just has a good reputation. You yeah. Know? Um, I, I would say this would be a great thing to add to our comedy repertoire, you know. Uh, but... It says, uh, Short's Hollywood exaltedness is noteworthy because he has not succeeded by the normal measures of Hollywood success. He has never carried a hit movie or created a long-running sitcom, yet those who have done precisely these things regard him with delight and something resembling awe. Hands down the funniest guy I've ever met, said Larry David. When I asked him to offer his assessment of Short, David then hedged a little. Well, I know a lot of funny people, so say one of the funniest people for self-correcting. No, 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 no. I, I, I take it back. He is the funniest guy I know. Larry David added, and I've never heard a bad word said about him. Wow. That's a hard thing for a comedian to pull off. Steve Martin, another sh- one of Short's high-achieving friends, made the same observation. 
What's interesting, Martin, uh, Steve Martin says, is that Marty is not driven to be funny. It's not competitive or needy or desperate. Martin noted that Nora Ephron, who passed away, who wrote uh, the, uh, those movies with Tom Hanks, uh, Martin noted that Nora Ephron, who in the meticulous instructions she left before her death last summer, dictated that Martin Short speak first at her memorial service ahead wow. of Meryl Streep, Mike Nichols, and Hanks, and his wife, Rita Wilson. Uh, she referred to Short as the best person. Not the best person at something, Martin said. Just the best person, wow. period. Everybody loves Marty. It's both a tribute to Short's character and a sad commentary on the collective reputation of comics that he is considered as an anomaly. Kind of what you were saying there. Yeah. The, legit the legitimately funny person who is actually well-adjusted and nice. It really sets him apart. I'm trying to remember, but I don't think he ever went through that megalomaniac period, said his friend and fellow Order of Canadian honoree, Lorne Michaels, who in his long tenure as the overlord of Saturday Night Live has endured all manner of messy ego bursts. Indeed, Short is not only nice, but good. A man who has things so figured out that he offers uplift, whose wow. benign but mischievous presence once experienced is thereafter craved. Lorne Michaels says, I'm a Marty addict. Uh, no, Tom Hanks says that. I'm a Marty addict, says Tom Hanks. When I see on my calendar dinner party with Marty Thursday, I'm like, oh, hurry up Thursday. Please hurry. <laughs> That's is that really not nice. amazing? Yeah. That's crazy. What's interesting, though, is you you don't see Martin Short doing that much. Like, it's almost like nice guys finish last, you know? Yeah. Because he's great. He's done some great stuff. If he's really that good and he's really that nice, why doesn't he do more stuff? Yeah. You know? It uh, That article goes on to talk about he and his wife um, that they met when they were, like, on a, a touring company of Godspell. Oh, and wow. Marty Short says she was just the most beautiful girl. And they'd been married for over 30 years, and she died of cancer. Oh. And, uh Part of um, Marty Short was saying there was never really any need to try to be more than I was. I had my family and my wife thought I was the funniest person around. Wow. Um, it talks about in there uh, that he has a character, Ed Grimley. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm so a, funny. I must say, you know, I must say, you know, um, but audience, go Google Ed Grimley. Um, very funny, funny character. But he goes, Ed Grimley and their marriage up until the point she died uh -huh. was very therapeutic. Like Marty Short would be like, if no they got way. in a fight, he would come out as Ed Grimley, I must say, and they would, you know, and she would go, I don't want to see Ed. I don't want to see Ed. Come on, you know, or to fight, you know, and I must say, you know, and it's really That's like funny. And, um, or there would be times, you know, like when she was dying of cancer, I need yeah. to see Ed. Hey, honey, you know, um, but there was just this beautiful Oof. thing within their family that the need to be more than he was was not there because the love of his life yeah he made laugh that's beautiful and and now that she's dead it goes on to say that he's out there touring and doing stuff and creating wow. shows and um and he, and he talks about how lonely it is oh that without his wife and doing comedy just it's okay but yeah. then you watch him on saturday night live knowing that his wife has already passed away yeah 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 um he's just a genius yeah he's just he really amazing is. you know Very so anyway funny. I would love for people to go, oh, look, lunch date with Eddie. Hurry, 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 you know? But, I mean, that's just what what amazing. Things. I get excited about lunch dates with you. You do not. If I know where we're eating. <laughs> it's a good place. <laughs> so it's really Come not on, about. Come on, Thursday. <laughs> it's really not about me. <laughs>